This summer, your favorite justice porn returns with new episodes of Live PD coming to your TV to make you come. White people, get ready to put your hand in your pants as you get to experience firsthand what you are too privileged to ever experience for yourselves when cops beat down, uh, people in marginalized societies, but it's definitely not racial at all, see? It just so happens that the neighborhoods that they patrol happen to not be the white ones, but seriously, look past that. What are you, one of those libs? Go back to eating your pesto avocado sandwich, you loser. This is a show for real men who get hard-ons watching the enforcers of the institutions kicking minorities when they are already down because society lets it happen. So, if you're ready for some good old-fashioned oppression, turn off that CNN bullshit, escape reality, and tune into A&E Wednesdays at 9 for some live PD because blue lives are definitely not poo lives. Don't believe what anyone says. <laughs> and why are you so mean to his cogs? Paid for by the National American Man-Boy Love Association. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. Welcome back to the Short News Podcast, a show where a now college graduate rants about whatever's currently happening in our world. I'm that college graduate coming to you from the U.S. of A., ready to get mad at some politicians, influencers, celebrities, Karens, and more. It's been a pretty stressful couple of weeks. I won't bore you with all the details, but this transition into college grad life is new and scary. I'm just hoping it all goes well. I've been applying to podcasting jobs for different networks who need news-centric hosts, and I I completed one or two interviews and still haven't heard shit back, so yeah. There's, There's a lot of changes happening right now. Uh, in my life. This is a major transitional period. Regarding the podcast, uh, not much is going to change, at least from my end. Um, Blue Wire Hustle is shutting down and leaving all of us in the dark uh, starting now. I'm not sure. Um, See, okay, yeah, so I got the new podcast artwork out. Things look different. Um, The site is going to be a little different. and yeah, I can always change the artwork if I feel like I need to, but like that's just the main thing, the aesthetics. No more Blue Wire Hustle, no more uh, direct TV commercials, those types of things. Uh, we are right back to where we started as an indie podcast. I don't know where to take the show from here, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't discouraged a little bit because of Blue Wire Hustle shutting down, but hey. I got to take the week off because of that and because of uh, working some side hustles and I made some money. Now I'm here recording this. I didn't really want to get into the news because it's been causing me a lot more stress, but I think it's been a long enough break. We got to find out what's going on. I've been 
itching to come back to this show. So, let's get back into it and start this next chapter of the podcast. So the Biden administration just completed a raid on an ISIS leader's home in Syria. The guy's dead now. He blew himself up during the raid, killing innocent people around him, I think his family. I'm I'm glad a bad dude is gone now, but anytime innocent people are killed in the process is upsetting. I don't know. I don't know what happened to the United States not getting involved in other countries' business, but we're back at it again, having planned this raid for, what, months? And I'm torn, because getting rid of ISIS is something that's important for the safety of the world, I guess, but is it really our fight? I personally don't think it is. The imperialistic nature of the United States is still strong as ever overseas. Meanwhile, people actually living in the United States are poor, unable to pay for their health care, while the military gets the majority of the government's budget and carries out these missions to spread Americanism to other countries. I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but I'm unpopular, so that's fucking fitting, okay? Like, relax. Chill, dude. Speaking of the government, this is a reminder that you can now sign up to receive free N95s from the government after I and others complained about the stockpile of respirators that the government is hoarding. They decided to get slightly more generous and give them out like they should have been doing for the last two years. But hey, it's happening. I'm glad it's happening and Make sure you cop your free masks before they change their minds and stop being helpful. I haven't signed up yet because I have my own stockpile of N95s because I was traumatized from the lack of PPE in 2020. But I don't know, in my opinion, like COVID, around where I live, COVID is becoming less of an issue or seemingly becoming less of an issue. Like I've been out and about the last week and a half, two weeks since I bought my car. Um, I won't say what kind of car because weirdos are on the internet, but, you know, looking for work, doing work, coming into contact with maskless people left and right, and no one is taking COVID seriously anymore. And I'm the only one wearing a mask. And honestly, I feel like a fool when I go out in public wearing that shit. But I'm also, like, I'm also triple vaxxed. So if I get sick, my body will hopefully be able to fight it off better than the people who've been protesting against getting the vaccine. I don't know. Like, I think the Biden administration's decision to give out masks to Americans could could only happen because this administration is slightly more malleable than the previous administration. And I said this repeatedly during the election, but I'd rather protest for change against President Biden than President Trump because Biden won't send cops to stomp out protesters who who are just trying to get fair, like, I don't know, like humanitarian. What, what am I thinking of? So, I don't know, like, to fix social issues. And, like, Biden, you know, he cares about optics, and it's bad optics to make Americans fend for themselves to get the PPE you've been telling them they need to wear. We criticized Biden, we were actually heard, and now changes are being applied. Imagine protesting against the Trump administration to try to get free masks for all Americans. Trump 
wouldn't even consider listening to protests. He'd send the police to beat those protesters up. Look at what he did during the Black Lives Matter protests after George Floyd was killed. He had cops pulling up in unmarked vans, snatching BLM protesters up and driving away like nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah, Trump was out here kidnapping protesters. But, uh, whatever, those days are behind us until 2024 when he inevitably wins again and Republicans take back everything, reducing the Democratic Party to the victim-playing corporate bootlicking cockroaches that they are. Who, who will then complain about Trump for the next four years to follow. And then SNL is going to be a nightmare. Get ready for that. But we need to take advantage of the malleability of the Biden administration to push for more, more change, especially when it comes to the uh, socioeconomic issues and most importantly, universal health care. And Bitcoin's... Let's talk about Bitcoin here for a second. Um... Just move real swiftly. No segue. Bitcoin's value was reduced to half of what it was only weeks ago. So all the people who have all of their wealth or the majority of their wealth in only Bitcoin are now worth half of what they were worth like recently. And this is why I've been on this anti-crypto campaign for the last month or two. My TikToks where I roast different... NFTs that I see in the market are getting more views than anything I've posted in months. Because a lot of people can rally behind someone shitting on crypto JPEGs that are nothing more than a pyramid scheme by wealthy elites to siphon more money from the hopeful working class who believes they might have a chance at making a decent fortune. And you know what's better than crypto? You know it doesn't crash in value overnight because a bunch of rich assholes sold their assets in exchange for American dollars? The American dollar. Maybe this is one of those times where you actually should stick with what works, you know, because of stability. Sure, all money is made up. It's paper money. It's made up. But you can't pump and dump the American dollar. All of these cryptocurrencies are either pump and dump scams by people who understand blockchain or were secretly created by the government, potentially the CIA. Satoshi Nakamoto, whatever his name is, isn't a real person. That's why no one has fucking seen him. And he owns like a huge portion of the Bitcoins that haven't been used. They're just sitting in a wallet. And if those got sold off for dollars, the value of Bitcoin would crash even more than it already has. Really, dude, fuck crypto. Until someone makes it trustworthy and not a pump and dump. Like, I'm not, I'm not supporting that part of the metaverse anymore. Speaking of metaverse... Facebook's stock crashed. Their user base dropped by a ton, showing that people don't really use Facebook anymore, which makes their switch to Meta more understanding. There's a lot of... Ah, well, no. There's not, there's not a lot of progress being made as of right now when it comes to the Metaverse. I haven't really even been in Horizon very much the last couple of weeks. I just haven't really felt motivated to. It, it's starting to remind me of Clubhouse. Uh, everyone's talking over one another. Uh, there, there's this one place that's a music studio. It doesn't actually work as a recording studio, but there's always someone in the booth making the worst freestyle raps I've ever heard. And they, they do not know when it's time to stop. 
people kind of act belligerent in the metaverse, a bit manic as well. Maybe it will change, but I don't really think it will. Until more people decide to adopt virtual reality. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not as enthusiastic about the metaverse as I was only months ago. I see people in real life all the time now. I go to work every day. I don't really have any need to supplement my regular life with the metaverse because I don't feel as lonely anymore. I was craving human interaction. Now I feel like I have enough of it to feel sane. So that's my little metaverse update. We can go into another tech-related thing. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a long rant, so here we go. Lips are dry. One second. All right, get ready. Google is putting out gaming Chromebooks with RGB keyboards. These Chromebooks will have cool lights, but they're going to only be able to play Stadia games, so if you get one, get fucked, I guess. I canceled my Stadia subscription a while ago because I wasn't going to waste my money once the free, the free trial expired. I'm not really about the whole cloud gaming thing unless I have no other option in the moment. And even then, even when there's no other option other than cloud gaming, I'd rather go outside and touch grass or play a shitty phone game. Because that's how I see Stadia, as worse than shitty phone games. I can't, I can't believe I wasted my money on the Avengers game for Stadia. I can't even play it now because I'm not subscribed to Stadia anymore. And they have my $60 that I wasted to own the game. So like I own the game, but I never get to own the console. Because in the words of the Stadia bootlickers, there is no console. Which isn't fucking good, in my opinion. Because... If you miss a payment or can't pay for like the monthly fee anymore or don't want to pay for the monthly fee anymore, you can't play your games that you paid for. Sometimes people get a console as a gift and can't afford a co- to buy a console themselves or they get a bonus that allows them to drop some extra money on a console and they own that console and can play it whenever they want even if they don't have money at that moment to play for a subscription. I don't like the idea of never owning the console or thing, anything that that you, you know, play games on. I don't like the idea of not owning things in general. I bought an old used car instead of leasing a brand new car because I don't believe in being tied to something like a lease on something I never get to own because shit happens and things change. There could be a time where I'm late on a car payment and I'm not trying to live my life worrying about the things I, that I need being taken away from me. That's why when I get a new phone, I avoid doing a monthly payment plan on the phone itself and buy it straight up instead. Because I want to own the phone and not worry about it being taken away if I'm behind on a payment. I did monthly payments on an iPhone for one year. And I was constantly worried about making the monthly payments and never actually viewed the phone as my own until I paid it off, which because of my OCD about it, I made sure to do that six months in advance from when it was, then I was expected to fully pay it off. I'm a a boomer when it comes to that kind of shit. I don't, like, I, I, I don't think Stadia is a good investment. You're constantly paying for something that you never own. You're constantly on the hook for paying Google 
if you want to continue to have access to the games that you already probably spent hundreds of dollars on. And you have to be connected to super fast internet if you want the game to actually run properly without latency issues. So, gaming Chromebooks, bad idea. And I can't believe anyone could possibly think anything positive about them. I don't know, man. Sorry. In other news, eBay is combating counterfeit trading cards by now requiring a mandatory card authentication before a card can be sold on their platform. And this will definitely help in keeping people from getting scammed as the demand for collectible cards continues to go up. I reacted to Logan Paul getting scammed out of $3.6 million a couple of weeks ago. That was on stream. Uh, he thought he was spending that $3.6 million on old, unopened Pokemon cards, but he got worthless G.I. Joe cards instead. You can get those for like 30 bucks for the whole box. So that definitely contributed to bringing these trading card scams into the limelight enough where eBay felt the need to make their platform more trustworthy. It's nice, because it's a pain in the ass. Or it has been in the past. has been a pain in the ass to get your cards authenticated or graded before selling them. And this makes that much easier. Like, I have a lot of cards that are uh, like in good condition. Rookie cards, all that kind of stuff. Old collectibles, and maybe one day I'll get them appraised or authenticated and sell them on eBay. But I don't know. I don't know. But speaking... Speaking of collectibles, oh man, oh man, speaking of collectibles, this motherfucker Jimmy Fallon, you guys know how much I hate Jimmy Fallon, I, I, haven't, I haven't ranted about this in a while, but if you follow me on Twitter, I was like, Jimmy Fallon isn't funny, Jimmy Fallon laughs at his own jokes, nobody should like Jimmy Fallon, fuck Jimmy Fallon, just, I, I go on these rants about him, so fucking Jimmy Fallon had Paris Hilton on his show his late night show, and uh, they were sharing their NFTs, their bored apes, which are like multi-million dollar JPEGs of apes wearing streetwear, um, and they're, they're not even that good looking, they're not, it's just like a money laundering scheme, just like, oh, you don't want to pay taxes, Jimmy, here, put your money in a crypto and buy this fucking art, this art, <laughs> Is it really art? I don't know. I get. I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't want to gave key art. Anyways, this fucking shit is so cringe. What are you doing? Thank you. I'm All so right, proud. I go. love being a part of this community and being a voice and sharing my platform and just getting the word out there because I think it's just such an incredible thing to be a part of. Yeah, I, I got. I, I jumped in. I know. I heard. I'm I, so happy. I taught you what they were. You did. You taught me what's <laughs> up, and then I bought an ape. I got an ape too because oh I saw God. you on the show with people and you said you got a moon pay. So I went and I copied you and did the same thing. You did? Mm-hmm. This is your, this That's is your mine. ape. Yeah. We debuted. It's really cool. The hat, the shade. What? Why are you clapping? <clears throat> Why are they clapping? Like, that's insane to me. Like, it's not that cool. It's really not that cool. If anything, it's fucking cringe. It's like a red ape. With a, like, a limo driver hat. It's like, okay, cool. Like, that's not even the most tricked out bored ape. Like, that's not even one of the best ones. You could have picked a better one. You're Paris Hilton. What the fuck? How did you pick? Because you can pick your, your, your ape. 
Yes, I was going through a lot of them, and I was like, I want something that like kind of reminds me of me. Oh but God! I, this one, it it does. I think we we made like another version of it where he takes the hat off and blonde hair comes out. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, because you could do it now, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Animated version. We're part of the same. We're part of the same oh, community. We're yes. both eight. Oh my God! We're part of the same community. Ah, uh, oh, look at me! I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm so I'm so rich. I'm so rich. I bought a fucking I bought a JPEG. Look at my JPEG audience. Clap for my JPEG that I spent millions on an audience. Oh, oh yeah, isn't it so great? I bought an ape, and I, I don't even know what an NFT is. Jimmy Fallon does not understand, or does not even know what NFT stands for. I guarantee you this man just found out. I hate him so much. I hate him. Like, I hate all late night, except Jimmy Kimmel and Conan, but Jimmy Fallon, just, uh, 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 <laughs> that's my Jimmy Fallon impression. He's just fucking belligerently not funny. I love it. Uh, here's my, this is my ape. This is my ape. Uh, Yours is so cool. I love the red heart sunglasses. I love the captain hat. It reminded me of me a little bit because I wear striped shirts. Mm-hmm. I've worn these heart sunglasses because my daughter's, just as a joke, they have them, and I, as a joke, I put them on. So I've done this. <laughs> Do you hear that sentence? I bought this million-dollar JPEG because he's wearing a striped shirt, and I like striped shirts. So that's the first part. Let me let me break that part down. Um, Jimmy, a lot of people like striped shirts. A lot of people like striped shirts, and you know what they do? They buy striped shirts that you can actually wear. They don't buy a picture of a fucking monkey wearing a striped shirt that was, like, already pre-made. And you're like, oh, I like that one. That's my money laundering monkey that I want. And and then he goes, oh, and those heart-shaped glasses, my, my daughters have those, and I sometimes I put them on my face. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they like once or twice I put them on, and so so I I dropped a bajillion dollars on this NFT through MoonPay. By the way, make sure you go to MoonPay.com. Not not a paid ad, but still. <laughs> I Jimmy Fallon, I laugh at my own jokes. Fuck that guy. And I love yacht rock and being breezy. So I'm like, yeah, that kind There's, of no. He does not like yacht yacht rock. So the dude's wearing like a captain's hat, the ape. And he's just making up that he likes all of these things. He he didn't. I guarantee you, he didn't even fucking pick this out. This is like his money guy. So like Jimmy, we gotta we gotta expand your portfolio. You want this thing? He's like, Jimmy's like, what is it? Uh, it looks cool. I I mean, I like striped shirts and I like yacht rocks sometimes. And I I got I got my my daughters have these glasses. I think something like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. It'll be worth how much later? Oh, and, and and if I buy it, then I won't be taxed on a million dollars of my money? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, my Jimmy Fallon impression needs work. And I like the... And you're like, what is an NFT? Non-fuckable? Non, 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 no, he doesn't swear. Blue. Mm-hmm. Dude, look at us. They look like they could be friends. They're buddies. <laughs> Why are you clapping? They're just like, he's holding up, like, cardboard with like a cardboard frame with a picture of each ape 
and you put them next to each other. They, oh, they, they could be friends. And the audience just applauds as though, like, as though the Pope is there or something. They applaud as though the Pope is in front of them, gracing them with his presence. And no, no, that's not what's going on. It's two rich people, two out-of-fucking-touch rich people showing off their money-laundering schemes to their audience of adoring fans. I mean, look how rich we are. Look how rich we are, man. <laughs> uh, and I laugh at my own jokes still. This is all a joke to me because, and, and you guys are the punchline. Because look at all my money. I'm Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you cunt! Sorry, I took a hit. <coughs> a hit of, um, cannabis. It's too hot. Is there anything else to this video? Uh, but this is, uh, you have a new NFT. You have one being released soon. Uh, we have it here. What can you tell us about this? Um, well, it's an NFT series that I'm doing with Super Plastic and we're releasing an Origin Protocol. And then I made another piece by hand. It took me six months. And it's all a collage of all of my memories with Carter. And it's called My Forever Fairy Tale. That is and here's the, the worst NFT I have ever seen in my entire life. Holy fucking shit. You need to go look this up. If they're listeners, you can't see this. Um, one second. Okay, I'm back. I had to run an errand. But this is the worst NFT I've ever seen. It's just a collage of GIFs that are, like, really... They look like... It looks like something from, uh... From Canva. It looks like something ironic. That someone's like, Oh, I can't buy my NFTs. <laughs> you know, just like a quick cash grab. This is like, who wants this? Who wants this? Actual collage. Yes. Uh, this, is, uh, this is big. I think uh, people are going to love this. Well, I don't think so. You love it so much, I actually want to give you the first one. I will, I will be honored. And I want to give one to everyone in the audience. Everyone gets an energy. Yes, everyone. Everyone gets an energy to us. Oh, wow. It's like Oprah, if Oprah gave out something that was nothing. <laughs> Everybody, look under your seats. There's nothing. There's nothing. You own a contract to... You, 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 you own a contract linked to your wallet that says you own a link to a GIF collage. <laughs> yeah, dude, great. Are there any perks of having this NFT? No, no, it's just a GIF. It's just a GIF collage. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Not. Jesus. All right, well, that's my little Paris Hilton, uh, and Jimmy Fallon money laundering little segment there. Oh, uh, man, dude, NFTs are just, they're not good, man. They're not good. I don't, uh, I don't agree with the direction that things are going. 
and all these rich celebrities with money to burn. They're like, oh, guys, get in on this. Get in on this NFT thing so I can make more money. And you can be broke. Okay, so anyways, it's been a long time since we've done something that's super important to the core of this show, and I feel horrible about it. But we're here now, and we're doing it. I'm talking about uh, roasting Ted Cruz. He was on Fox News over the weekend to complain about identity politics and racial quotas and selecting a new Supreme Court justice, which makes sense since he was in the running to become a Supreme Court justice and never actually made the cut. So let's watch this sad, sad man complain about the things that make him sad in this installment of Roasting Ted Cruz. Specifically provides that no religious test shall ever be required. I think the 14th and 19th Amendments also extend that to no racial or gender tests. Nobody should ever be excluded because they don't fit a racial or gender criteria. There are enormous numbers of qualified black judges and professors who would make great appointees to the Supreme Court. Well, that was legal scholar Alan Dershowitz with me last legal weekend scholar. right here on this program. You mean Epstein, Epstein customer? I'm calling Joe Biden's criteria for a Supreme Court justice oh unconstitutional. Biden, who has vowed to nominate a black woman as Justice Stephen Breyer's replacement, will reportedly announce his pick by the end of the month. Joining me right now is Senator Ted Cruz. He sits on the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, which will get Biden's nominee first before running for office. He was a Supreme oh, Court go. litigator and clerked for former Chief Justice William Rehnquist. Senator, good to have you with us this morning. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning, Maria. Good to be with you. Good morning, Maria. You're the only woman that I say good morning to. My wife, I try to say good morning to her in the morning. She just gets out of, gets out. Well, no, we don't sleep in the same bed. Who am I kidding? I, I try to say good morning to her on the intercom and she doesn't respond. I think she ripped it out of the wall. I don't really see her. Something about social distancing. But, you know, I, I don't believe in that. But she does. It, it's weird. Sounds like there's a there's a man in the background when I have uh, intercommed. What are you expecting out of President Biden for his SCOTUS pick? Well, let me say at the outset, the, the fact that he chose to put out this racial quota, it is wrong. It is wrong to discriminate based on race. If you or I tried to do what Joe Biden has done, if your show put up an ad in the paper, uh, that 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 uh, your morning show is looking for a producer and only black women are eligible to apply. Or for that matter, you put up an ad that said only white men are eligible to apply. Or you put up an ad that said only Native American women are eligible to apply. Any of those ads would be illegal. They would violate the federal civil rights law and you or I would face liability. And yet Joe Biden, those laws don't technically apply to the president. This is the same thing. I love how he's making an issue of about inclusivity. He's turning that into exclusivity. And I, you know, I can see both sides. I just agree with one much more being Biden, Biden's side, because um, as far as I know, there hasn't been a black woman in the Supreme Court. And I think that would only make sense for representation reasons um, because they, black women haven't had representation in the Supreme Court. And I think that is something that, yeah, should 
I, you know, I've come around on it because before I was like, okay, it shouldn't be the priority. But if we're going to pick a new Supreme Court justice, it shouldn't be another like white man or white woman. That's not representative of the population. If we have just all the same types of people. So it makes sense for Biden to be looking specifically for somebody that fits that demographic. For representation and inclusivity reasons. The opposite of what Ted is saying. Which saying it's discrimination. Which I personally don't think it is. I think I think it's okay to have a quota like that. If there's if there hasn't been enough representation of a demographic in a job, it is okay to allow for more representation by saying we're going to look specifically for somebody who is a person of color and a woman. I I don't see a problem with that. I don't in this appointment, but he is certainly violating the spirit of non-discrimination. If he wanted to search for qualified applicants and find who he thought was the most qualified nominee, and she happened to be an African-American woman, that's wonderful. But he's not doing that. He wants to discriminate based on race. And Maria, it's also worth noting there's some irony to this because Joe Biden... But it's not discrimination. It's the opposite of that. Anytime that Democrats try to create a new opportunity for a group of people that hasn't had those opportunity. Ted calls it discrimination against white people. That's just what it that's just how they work. They take it as an attack when you try to be more inclusive. It's a threat to their dominance, I guess. And it's it's frustrating because we're we're just trying to get progress here. Nobody's trying to discriminate. Like I said, white people have the representation in the Supreme Court through Comey Barrett and Kavanaugh and whoever else is in there. It, it, it is time for some change. It is time for some change. It's not just optics. I'm, I'm sure a lot of it is, but to me, it's a lot more than that. To me, it is about representing the American people properly when you're deciding their fates at the judiciary level. Broke a threshold because Joe Biden not once, but twice has actually filibustered a black woman to try to stop her from becoming a federal judge. That was Janice Rogers Brown. George W. Bush nominated her to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. And Joe Biden, along with Chuck Schumer, along with Dick Durbin, they filibustered her. They tried to block her from becoming a judge, not because she was a black woman, but because, God forbid, she actually believed in the Constitution and would follow. The- you mean she she's a Republican? She actually believed in the Constitution, even though I don't understand the first thing about it. My interpretation is completely different than what the average sane person would would interpret. Same way I interpret the Bible as a. Uh, we need to control women. The terms of the con- That is why my wife will not sleep with me. She said, stop trying to control me. I don't, I don't find you attractive. I never will. And you know what, Sean, or, or Maria, I, Maria, I think that is appalling. And I think you as a woman can agree that women should be in the kitchen doing the man's bidding. Constitution. What Biden really wants here is a left-wing ideologue, 
And but he also no. wants to discriminate based on race because the modern Democratic Party this isn't discriminating based on race, though. This is this is the opposite. And I know I keep saying this, but he keeps saying it. This is the opposite of discrimination. This is looking for somebody to fill the role that has not been filled by somebody who is a black woman ever. Because because it only makes sense to do that. These people are deciding the fates of Americans at like the, the at the highest level of 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 courts. If they're just all the same conservative white people, or just the same conservative minds that, according to Ted, believe in the Constitution, like, um, then, then we would be screwed. We would be in. Handmaid's Tale, um, a show that I haven't even seen but I know about, we would be in that type of world. <laughs> supports quotas and they support racial discrimination. Wow, you make a lot of really good points, Senator. So, do you wow, you make going- a lot of good points, Senator. Kiss your brain like a fucking, like an elementary school teacher. Look at him. He's like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I to did. nominate an activist, and are you a no vote? Well, I have to see who the nominee is before I decide who to vote. But it's but- a good answer, but you know he's a no vote. You know he's a no vote. We're, well, we'll see who it is, and let's see. I'll, I'll look at them. I'll look at them, but I will say no. That is the thing. I, I, I'm not a no vote, but I will look at them and probably say no. So technically, I'm not. But I will say this. If, if Biden nominates a judge in the same mold uh, as the nominees he's put forward for this past year, you know, it's been stunning. I sit on the Judiciary Committee. I've seen every one of these nominees. Biden consistently has chosen hard left activists, political activists, brazenly. Uh, you, you know, one of the, one Which of is the- what we need. I, I know that scares Ted Cruz. Because he doesn't agree with those people. So he's going to be sounding the alarm bells here, obviously. Um, to that, I, I, without being insensitive, I mean, well, no, to that I say too fucking bad. To that I say too fucking bad. Get with the times, old man, old man, old men, because it's a lot of them. Get with the times. Because, um, you know, people believe in human rights now people believe in inclusivity people agree or, or believe that there there should not be like just a a super saturation of just white males that run things um we we're seeing that with the nfl now talking about how there there's like so many there's so many black people that play in the nfl but most of the coaches are white. And how that dynamic itself is a little bit odd. Uh, that's an understatement. It's a very alarming... See, I'm sounding the alarm bells too. It's, not a, it's a very concerning... Um, is the word juxtaposition? Not juxtaposition. It, it's just... It's concerning. Because the dynamic there of like the white person in charge commanding all these black people 
to go get into get their brains into the equivalent of like five car accidents a week. And that's messed up. So so we we talk about these social issues or these human rights issues and how there needs to be change, how how people should be given the same opportunities. And then Ted goes and says, that's discrimination, that's discrimination. No, it's just, you're just mad because by giving more opportunities to people of color, to women of color, that is taking away opportunities from, or according to Ted, that is taking away opportunities from white men who already have all of the opportunities that they need in life. So why do they feel threatened? They shouldn't feel threatened by these extremists, what do you, what do you call them, activists? An activist is just somebody who wants change. That's not a bad thing. You have yours on your side. You guys, you're anti-vax, anti-mask activists. And, and they're in government. They're in government. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. Those are activists. They run shit, too. They, they have power. The nominees recently described himself as a wild-eyed left-wing activist. That was, those were his own terms. Uh, that nominee described the hatred he has for conservatives. That, 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 that- well, I don't think that nominee is going to get anywhere because that's a little bit irrational of a thing to say. Um, I, so yeah, Ted's going to use the most extreme example, the one that will definitely not get the nominee. You can't say that as a, as a, um, political person. I I mean, I do, I do because I'm not running for Supreme or for, for fucking political office anytime soon. And even if I did, I would change because in the, in the week off that I've been, um, you know, just thinking about things, I realized I need to be a lot more um, rational about the way that I go about um, roasting or disagreeing with other people. As you can see, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm injecting the, oh, my wife won't sleep with me and all that stuff. But um, who's calling me? A telemarketer. Fuck that. Um, I, I, I just want to fight against his points, his talking points here. Because they're wrong. And that's the end of that, you know? How long does this go? This goes for like six more minutes. Constitutionalist, I would be happy to vote for that judge. But I'll confess, based on the past year and the people Joe Biden's already put forward, I have very little optimism on that front. So you're a no vote. So you're a no vote. You are a no vote. That is not... That That is political politician talk for I'm a no vote yeah I'm just gonna say no no matter what because I will see anybody who disagrees with me as a radical leftist I'm threatened by little little liberal little little leftist boys and their hatred for me I got a I got a man I got a man with cancer banned for saying he wanted to punch me in the face. True story. True story. Front. 
Senator, I've got to switch gears and talk about big tech censorship and your efforts to stop what's going on for the truckers. Uh, there's been censorship oh, of their oh, convoy in Canada. And also Facebook has removed their page for a D.C. rally. These truckers uh, raised money in a GoFundMe uh, situation and the go. I, I don't know what the trucker situation is, like what they're protesting mandates, which. I, it's kind of that's kind of ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's that hard to go get a vaccine. I don't. If you go to college, you have to get a vaccine. You have to get multiple vaccines. I got multiple in one day. I felt fucking foggy the whole day. Went out and bought a banjo. I don't know if that's related, but whatever, right? But like, I. Don't think it's that hard to just follow a vaccine mandate. You got Jordan Peterson in Canada. Over my dead body, Trudeau. Over my dead body. You cannot. That's not toxic masculinity to to die because I don't want a vaccine. Fund me. Uh, officials said, well, you want to protest a vaccine? We're going to seize your $10 million. That you yeah, yeah, that's how that works. When you're spreading false information or when you're spreading a cause that is endangering the public at, at, at large by protesting getting vaccines, which would get us out of this pandemic, prevent people from continuing to get super sick, flooding hospitals. We don't need that shit to happen. That is why the vaccine exists. I don't even want to entertain this conversation, but you raised. Can you imagine? People donate to GoFundMe because they are donating to a certain cause. GoFundMe thought nothing. It's not a good cause. It's not a good cause. How can you at all argue that this is not endangering other people, including the truckers? I can't. We're 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 moving on. We're moving on. What do I have next? Keeping up with the Karens? Keeping up with the Karens. Let's do it. We gotta make fun of some, uh... We gotta make fun of some crazies, you know? Alright, so let me look this up. Do-do... Karen freakouts. Oh, Canadian truckers. God, they're all honking. And this dude, this kid is in the backseat of his truck, just covering his ears like he does not want to be there. He's young. He's in like a car seat, like a little baby car seat, covering his ears like this is the worst. Why'd you take me here, dad? Why do people do this? They like endanger their kid. Or you're making your kid deaf. He, do he obviously doesn't want to be here. You're dragging him to your extremist rally. Who's the, who's the extremist? Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having the fun the first time. Oh, in front of your people, dude. I am. I want to play. No. Why? 
Because you're just pulling your shirt call up. Call the police. I'm not calling the cops. Call them right now. All right. Well, to. What are you going to call them for? Because you won't serve me my pizza, dude. You're not wearing a mask. Dude, what is your problem? It's right there on the door. Dude, I live right there. That's cool. I've been in here 20 times without my mask. Not you're recently. You're yourself to look like a Cool. You haven't been in here recently without a mask. We've been enforcing this for over a year now. The sign says no I've mask. I've been in no here every not day for the last. I, two uh, days. what's the name on your order? It's Cynthia Shannon. Okay, cool. Order's canceled. Please leave. I got you, buddy. Got me with what? I see you every day, dude. I know okay. half the people you know. Is that true? Half the people you know. You're Bye. Idiot, dude. Bye. What? He's threatening him. He's threatening his life because he refused to put on a mask in the store and the dude canceled his order. You're like a fool and you suck dicks in your spare time. Yeah. Boy. You're a boy. Okay. Yeah, and you suck dicks, right? Go have fun uh, eating dinner somewhere else, bud. Hey, man, I got food at home. I just wanted to. I'm going to go on my blog. Okay. I'm gonna go on my blog. You're fucked, dude. Like people, people who think that like if they just have a blog, then people will go to it. Who's on his blog? Domino's won't. Domino's won't let me. Won't let me go into their store and call their workers mean names while I demand to be served without a mask, even though the sign says to wear a mask. I mean, listen, no, most places I, I go now, I don't see the mask mandate being enforced. I don't. If, even if there is a sign on the door that says, wear your mask, people don't. They don't. They will, or they'll wear it, like, wrong, under their chin, or, like, no, and no one's telling them, hey, put that, put that back on. I think the workers are just trying to avoid this type of confrontation. But that's putting everybody at risk, anyways. Okay, I will. Thank you. Oh. Ooh, beat on that glass. You're strong. Woo! Um, yeah, as a taxpayer and a high taxpayer oh, and go. a single income, I feel like, you here know, there's a lot of things that need to be discussed. I went to uh, the virtual diversity meeting the other oh, day no. and quite frankly i really feel like everybody as a whole should have had more and of an inclusive decision on who's telling who what to do what because quite frankly like i felt oh, that no. and i keep forgetting her name she's the president of ressa anyhow i met with her years ago when i was chairing the diversity committee at, at monteith so her discussion was that as a, as a young black man, a boy, when you walk out of the house, you have to know. First things foremost, you're a, you're a young black boy. Well, you know what? I have two young white boys, one of which got in trouble for saying the N-word on Snapchat, which his chocolate, dark chocolate aunt, auntie got him into straight out of Compton, okay? So my boy... Got straight out of Compton. He's into it. All the old school hip hop can do blues riffs. Um. Okay, cool. But you still he still can't say the N word. He's white. Like crazy. 
and it says in parody on Snapchat, which essentially got him kicked out of South for four to ten days. I mean, he, he went hunting, came back, completely followed. Oh, went hunting. So white dude going hunting, saying the N word. I, I see I see what type of what type of kid you're raising here, ma'am. Followed by the black boys. I have was chocolate auntie. What does that mean? I, I just like grazed over that. I, I didn't even I'm just realizing that his chocolate auntie. What? What does that mean? Of the Snapchats, my address was put out there. We were threatened and why? Because he said Oh I'm sorry. This happened. Oh, she said it. She said it too. Oh my god, why? Why would you why? Why are you doing this? Like, you're just making yourself look just as bad. Like, no shit, he said the N-word. You're just saying it on, like, at the podium in front of, complaining in front of these school board people. Like, wow. Happens to be in every song, the FCC, the John Connors, the, the who's who are in charge of this. Basically, are allowing this and our kids. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm you, sorry. You can finish, but just watch I, the I'll watch it. This racist couple started calling us racial slurs out of nowhere and blamed Asians for starting COVID. They continued to say racist comments loudly for us to hear, so we confronted them. Are you saying those words towards us? Yeah, we're not even Chinese, by the way. Go back to China. He's like, we're not even Chinese. That's what I hate. Like, I used to get that kind of shit too. I still get that shit. I got yelled at yesterday. Um, I I get yelled at a lot for being Asian, or I have. I've been attacked for being Asian. I've been threatened for being Asian. Um, go back to your country. All that stuff, like. Oh, where are you even from? Like, I'm from Danbury, Connecticut, you fuckface. What are you? I'm a human, asshole. That's my least favorite question. Someone's like, they like squint at you. And they're like, what are you? I'm a fucking human being, dick. What are you? Yeah. Are you taping me? I am. You know that's against the law because it's not. I'm private. Reasonable. Karen parks in a handicapped spot, then hits me with her hand and car. Hand and car? Expectation of privacy. You're looking for a fight. And you have no reasonable expectation of privacy. So don't park in a handicapped spot. You gonna hit me? Oh, oh yeah, he is. He's handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. She's gonna like run him over. male or female but right now i'm super pissed at every government downline and I what oh no what is this about i need the context please i want answers and here i am in my face without a flipping mask on correct that is correct which is illegal and boy i love it i'm coming back to serve you notice of liability look it up you're on the hook okay what? and 
If you don't let me in, I will make sure I serve please, you as soon as you walk out me. the door. Okay. Got it? Got it. Thank you. Stupid. You do that? Yep, I sure do. Good. What? These people are so just, they cannot do the masks. They just cannot do the masks. Listen, I hate it too. I'm sick of it. Like, I'm very sick of it. Every time I put it on, I'm like, like this sucks. And and that's that's it. But I put it on. I go into the store uh, because I'm respectful. And I understand the gravity of the situation. That is COVID-19. So I definitely have to leave. I got kidnapped today. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I plumber, definitely have to leave. The plumber is on his way. You wait. Nope. I'm sorry, but... Because, first of all, window of opportunity for delivery is 8 to 5. It's gotcha. not even 8 o'clock yet. Okay, yeah. So you're waiting for that 15 minutes that you were here early. I got... Be, okay, no. listen, I have 15 deliveries today, 220 miles. You'll just have to call those and reschedule with I them. I am not. There's nothing I can do about it. You are I, staying. I'm not in charge here. Unload, I have, I have superiors. I have superiors I have to listen Unload to. Unload the appliances. Oh, okay. my God. She's literally not letting him leave. That's crazy. Because you're going to leave those anyway. Yeah, that's fine. I can unload them and leave them here. And you're going to be stacking them. Yes. Okay. I can see. Yeah, I can stack them real quick. So we'll take and get it all. You know, get it all put up. And we'll get it in that room. The plumber is on his way. He's got to cut two little pipes cap him and he'll be out yeah i understand your concern here and whatnot and you want this done but that's you not... guys can't give me a okay, window well, of time listen, no this you're is early thing. listen this is what i'm telling you i'm not okay. calling and rescheduling been, i have very, had to take time been, off from work okay, i have been I working that. with the store I understand multiple that. times I understand that. you are not going okay what? I, that you is, are I not understand that, but you cannot tell me that i'm not leaving your house my boss informed me to leave your house, so that's just what I have to do. It's Get nothing personal. It's nothing personal. I don't have to have him on the phone. You're not going anywhere. Okay, well, that's I'm literal going... kidnapping. That's literal. She's literally like holding him hostage. You're not going anywhere. He didn't get paid enough to to fucking be kidnapped like this. That's crazy. And only a white bitch would do this. Only only a white bitch would do this. And I say that a lot when I'm on the road and there's like a car just sitting in the middle of the road, not moving, and it's a green light, and it's been a green light for, like, two minutes, and then I go around the car, like, what the fuck? It's always a white bitch. Texting. Texting. Or not knowing how to turn. I'm sorry, but... Whoever said you guys could multitask? No. Just the entitlement here, though, is what it is. Like, my point was, like, they, like, sit in the road, and they text, and, like, you have to wait for me. It's like people got places to go. People got places to go. The world does not belong to you in your fucking Mercedes Benz SUV. To leave your house. No. Okay. And at this point, you've already put me in a threatened situation where I don't feel comfortable. I so, work for the police department. Okay, honey. that's fine, honey. You can't lock me in your house. You guys so are early. Okay. It is not even Thank time you. yet for you Thank to take you. and be here. You need to step out of my way. No. Okay, I'm telling you I'm going to call the police. Call 911. Okay, so if you don't move, I'm going to force my way out of your home. Call 911. Okay. That's fine. Jeez. I work for the police, honey. That's that's great. That's great. That's exactly who I, I want to be working for the police. 
someone who kidnaps other people and thinks that's okay. That's that's great. Anyways, uh, let's go into a relationship advice. Let's see if I can find one. Um, here we go. This doesn't sound good. My girlfriend was lying to me for months about her summer vacation, and I need advice. Oh, God. I've been there. I've been there. Ugh. These hoes ain't loyal. I'm currently a junior in college, male 21, and I've been dating this girl for 10 months now, and it's been amazing the whole time. We met back in January of 2021 and started dating in May of 2021. When school let out last spring semester, me and all my fraternity buddies went to PCB Florida and drank and partied on the beach the whole week, and I was completely loyal to her the whole time. But we weren't official together, just exclusive to each other, because she didn't know if she was completely ready for a relationship yet. She was in Destin, Florida at the same time, but with her friend group. I went to see her in Destin that week, but she wouldn't let me meet her friend group and hid me from them, and even gave me a code name when both our groups just happened to be at the bar the same night, so they wouldn't find out who I was. At the time, she played it off as she didn't want me to meet them because of some kind of turmoil in the group. The week after the trip, she admitted she loved me and was ready to date me. We started dating that May, and I kind of overlooked the whole deal because I was extremely in love with her. I was asked, and she always told me the same story. Fast forward to today, and I found out she was seeing another guy in her group on that trip and had slept with him during that week. I asked her about it multiple times over the past 10 months, and she lied about it every time. One of the friends in her group told me everything about her and the other guy, and she lied about it all morning till I showed her the messages, and she finally confessed. I love this girl a lot, but the trust is broken, and I can't trust her word anymore. Any advice would be helpful. I can provide more details too, but it's hard to go super into depth depth with a single post. I'm also new to Reddit. I'm sorry. Um, top comment. Trust is broken, so the relationship is pretty much over right now. And, like, you you love a girl who wanted to hoe around and keep you as option B? Bruh, have some fucking self-respect. Um, alright, so... You and her are not a thing. She doesn't remotely feel about you the way you feel about her. Stay away from her. The fact that she lied for so long about it. Like, you, you were uh, so concerned about it and kept asking... And she just kept telling you this lie over and over again. Like, you don't want to live a lie. You don't want to live a lie. Because who knows? She might do it again. If she's that, has that easy of a time lying to you, then yeah, she, she'll probably do it again. So you, you do need to move on. The trust is broken. Why would you stay in that relationship? It's still a young relationship, 10 months. You, you, you still barely know this person at 10 months. You're not living with them, right? So, so, yeah, you can, you, you can get out of this relationship quite, not quite easily, but it's going to hurt, but this hurts. You were lied to. So, anyways, that is going to do it for this episode of the Short News Podcast. Thank you for sticking with me. I hope you like the new cover. Um, I'll see you guys in a couple of days. My name is Alex Mador. You can follow me on social media at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E on Twitter, Alex Mador on Instagram. All right. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you Thursday. Peace.